welcome to episode four of the Loaded Cart Podcast. Join Paul, Daniel, and their occasional guests as they discuss the things that they love and hate about video games and the gaming industry. In this week's episode, we discuss casual gaming and Paul proclaims his love of Pokemon. A wild Cubone appears! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome once again to the Loaded Cart Podcast. Today's episode, Are Casual Games the Future of Gaming? I am Paul from What's Paul Playing Today, and with me, as always, is Chop the Viking, otherwise known as Dan to the rest of us. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. All right. It's been a couple of weeks because I finally moved. And yeah. as you can see, it's still a little messy behind me, but not nearly as messy for those of you watching on YouTube. For those of us watching at home. We've been be dealing with moving for the past like two weeks. So yeah. it's been a while since we've actually recorded something. But through the magic of podcasts, most of you won't know or care that it's been two weeks. You won't even notice that we've been nope. gone. But so we're just yeah. going to pull the curtain back a little bit. Yeah, but so I'm trying to remember what we talked about last time. I believe it was indie games and gimmick. Or it was, was indeed. No, no, no. That was absolutely right. Do you have any kind of follow-up for that since we're not receiving tons of fan mail yet because we are not currently live live? Yeah, since we're not live yet, I honestly barely remember the episode. I think at that point I was half in the bag and not exactly awake. Yeah, it happens. No problem. If if again you will you'll hear this at the end of the show if you would like to get in contact with us and comment about anything or leave YouTube comments or you know whatever podcast at loadedcardgaming.com. You'll hear a lot of that later. Yeah. You'll you'll hear all kinds of stuff with all the plugs and everything. <laughs> so aside from me moving, what's what's <clears throat> cool going on with you? Do you have any cool stuff for what's going on in the uh, gaming world? Well, not, not the gaming world necessarily, since I've been uh, rather busy lately. Since you moved, I've also been house hunting. Uh, I actually got back today from a house that's uh, 2,100 square feet and uh, five acres of property on it, right outside of Mayfield Heights. It's a beautiful lot. I have also been just started brewing beer uh, i literally picked up a kit over at the cleveland Bruco. they are not sponsoring so i'm not going to plug them very much but an <laughs> english pale ale it is i i've just started brewing beer last week saturday it's this is the first week in, in the barrel and it's still uh yeasting away i'm pretty excited about that it's english pale ale. Yeah. yeah yeasting bubbling you know fermenting is a real word for it but i just like fucking around it's supposed to be in there for two weeks in, in the barrel and uh Two weeks in bottles, so hopefully by this time next week I'll be, I'll have bottled it. How about you? That's, what do you got? That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I'm actually in the process of starting brewing as well. I haven't picked up a lot of the stuff, but I have a lot of friends that are gonna that want either are involved in brewing or want to get involved in brewing. So we're just gonna like all party over here some weekend and brew up a bunch of stuff and chill and drink and you know have fun. I'm also so gonna get into making mead as well because. It seems a lot of fun and along the same lines. So I mean, yeah. as long as you're heating stuff up and bottling it, might as well. For cool things in the gaming industry, I think this week, the coolest thing we can probably talk about has to be the fact that one of everyone's favorite games growing up, a game that I, you know, if you have not played this game, there is something horribly wrong with you. But the original Mario Brothers game is 30 years old. And that's kind of amazing yep. that it's been that long, like... I mean, we are not very much older than that, which is kind of funny. But uh, turning 33 in a few months. 
Yeah, but but just you know, it's kind of cool that this you know the stuff is getting up there. Doom is something like eighteen years old now, and yep. I think Quake is sixteen. Like it's 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 getting a little nuts. Stuff is getting up that up there in age, and you you think of you know I think about that stuff like I was playing it in like middle school and high school, and it's just like man, that stuff is now whoa, that's that's craziness. But yeah, I, I flashed back to connecting to dial-up internet and playing diablo one <laughs> nice nice yeah but yeah it's just you know crazy craziness mario brothers is that old and of course they celebrated by releasing that you know mario maker or whatever and yep apparently that has exploded all over the all oh. over the world so i read several articles stating that one million already in the first week since release one million levels have been made in mario maker and uploaded that's nuts yeah. That's not, that's not bad at all. Yeah, craziness. So anything else you got, or is that kind of it for now? Honestly, I, I haven't been able to do much. Like, I, although I have started playing, uh, I, I promised uh, my buddy Ryan and my buddy Dan, other Dan, that, well, fans of the show. differentiate. There's, there's multiple. There, there are mul- the if, if you watch uh, if you watch What's All Playing Today, there are multiple Dans. Dan of Seven Days to Die fame. I, I promised them both that I would give Kingdom Hearts a shot. And so far, my only complaint is, why do they have ele- elephantiasis of the feet? They're just freaking huge feet. Nice. I don't get it, and it's kind of uncomfortable to, for me. And he jumps in, in like, poop-ready position. Like, he'll jump like he's about to pop a squat, and it's kind of he weird. He's about to pop a squat. That's, that's what they don't tell you. There's a special hidden button where you can poop all over things. Just kind of fly around and poop, because he yeah. does jump really high. Right, Flying so... Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, so does that does that cover what you've been playing lately, or is there uh, any other stuff you've been you've been well, getting into for the past couple weeks? I've been playing a whole bunch lately, not just Kingdom Hearts. I've also been playing some uh, after watching a few videos online of one of my favorite uh, video casters. I've been playing Dark Souls Two. They have a fun way of doing things where they'll play a video game while they're doing the podcast, essentially, and have <laughs> the video of the podcast while and while they're talking and playing it. It's really neat. I, I like I kind of like the concept of that. It's kind of cool. It, speaking of Dark Souls, for just a, a brief second, I constantly have to chime in at the Twitch plays thing and the fact that they're going through the original Dark Souls and have apparently beaten one of the hardest bosses in the game. What the first uh, one? The first Dark Souls. Like, yeah, they. they I meant the first beat, boss. I was just being a shithead. Though there are a couple of bosses in, but they apparently beat one of the toughest bosses in the game, and people are shocked. But part of it is, it's you know, the game is has built-in pauses for input, basically. So it's basically turned it into a real-time strategy game, where it, or not even real-time strategy, like a turn-based combat system. And right, right. Because, you know, 30,000 people are feeding it commands and whatever. Kind of reminds me of Dragon Age Origins. Similar graphical style, and you can turn it into a yeah. menu-based game, really. Well, that was BioWare's thing with Kodor. And... I, I, honestly, I was so depressed when they turn it into a button masher for two <laughs> I, it just yeah, I, I just took all the fun out of it for me dragon age 2 it's on my list to eventually play through them and give them another shot but uh, i was so disappointed with the first game and just its shortcomings that i, I, I did it. not touch the second one i love the first one the second one got turned into a button masher of slap a to win or is x whatever the attack button is slap attack button to win the third one was kind of kind of a hybrid it's strange i can't really recall because the game was just so boring for me like i I just meh i kind of gloss over it yeah the first one when my character who dual wielded axes had special attacks where you stab people like literally bend over and stab them with axes Yep, they lost me. Like it's just like, 
the the guys weird bajillion dollars and you can't do like a custom animation for an axe attack like that yeah it was depressing so yeah Mm -hmm. i never it was also pretty funny because i played a dwarf and through the miracle of random creation ended up looking like bobby hill so i was like this dwarven bobby hill prince nobility person and like ran around beating the shit out of people with axes and it was the height of comedy like it was it was pretty great that's pretty entertaining other than that i've mostly been playing a couple of the a sports titles fifa and matt and like fifa 16 is due out on tuesday and i got the, the uh, download earlier before we started recording was when we started playing um <clears throat> other than that that's really about it. I haven't been playing much. I've just been kind of neglecting a lot of things lately. I just really just burned out. So, yeah, I've been trying I've to get been back into off it. a little bit with some mods in uh, Fallout New Vegas, trying to figure out what mods I want to use because I want to play through New Vegas again. I want to do the Kaiser's Legion because I've ne- no one does it because it's like, why would I want to be involved <clears throat> in slavery? Like, yeah, the usual I, just, stuff. I just think it would be kind of fun because I've never done it. So I'm, uh, I also have not done a lot of the DLC because I beat the game before any of it came out. And, and there's a couple RPGs I'm I'm looking to start playing again soon. Like I, w- I want to play through the three Shadowrun RPGs that are now because I still haven't finished the first one. And I have an they, they make me happy. There are fun games. Yeah, I recommend the Bountiful Merchants mod. I, I don't know if that's the actual thing, but it gives them more more uh, more caps to work with, and that's yeah. really the biggest limiter with any of the Fallout's. Fallout's or Shadowruns? Yeah. Fallout's. Okay. Limiting caps is the most horrible thing about Fallout Three and New Vegas. The merchants have a cap limit of so small amount that you can't sell enough to them, which is a big pain in the butt. You have to come back another day and sell. yeah, which it's it's a huge limiter. And if if I'm coming back with a giant pack mule of crap, I better be able to sell everything to you. The thing about Fallout though is that like after a while, you just if you have normal mods on and ammo does not have any weight, you just use ammo as currency. That's what I do. If I need to buy something, mm. like if I need to buy 300 stim packs and someone has 300 stim packs, I'll give them 5,000 five millimeter rounds because I don't use five millimeter rounds for anything because I never use a Gatling gun. So you just carry around 10,000 rounds of all of these ammo that you never use. And you can literally just trade it as currency. Like you don't need caps. You just use ammunition as currency. That's that's my biggest tip for any of the Fallout games. Like just yeah. use ammo as currency because it doesn't take any up any encumbrance space and you can carry... 300 million rounds of it and it will never weigh you down and the, and the only a, the only limiter a, for that is uh new vegas hardcore mode yes it's if you're playing in hardcore <laughs> mode in new vegas or the the crazy special chris i think it was chris avalone mode i think he was the one that made it in, one of the obsidian guys from new vegas didn't think hardcore mode was hardcore enough so he released a mod that had his own custom tweaks for hardcore mode to make it even more hardcore and you know release it to the public but he was one of the main developers of the game and he made his own mod to make it even crazier which is kind of fun but other than that and kind of getting ready to play some rpgs and stuff i've been uh playing ye old league of legends because a lot of my friends play and it's just it's fun to goof off in yeah and, uh, i've my mobile of choice is uh here's the storm i've yeah, been playing a lot with other than storm is really fun uh, i prefer it I've, in fairness though i never played league of legends so i really can't comment yeah, on they're it. they're very very similar i imagine so the only thing about league of legends is that there's a massively steep learning curve about learning which items to buy which here's of the storm did really well because you don't buy anything in here's of the storm you just you just level and pick abilities and it's a really good system it's it's streamlined oh yeah here's the storm it's pretty awesome but yeah so i mean that's that's kind of the shit that we've been playing about that time i think why don't we get into the topic topic. (laughs) So, so let's start off with what 
makes a game casual? I like, how do you define a casual game? Me personally, I define a game as casual if you're able to pick it up. It's a toilet game. Quite literally, it's, there's no there's the best way to do it is say it's a toilet game. You sit down on the toilet, you're able to do your business, play the game, and be able to put it down again without having to worry about whether or not you were able to save or anything like that. You can just go about your day not having to worry about it. That to me is a casual game. That's actually a fairly good definition. I'm 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 sil- silently applauding for people who are not on the uh, the YouTubes. But yeah, I, I like it. It's uh, t- to me, it's kind of the same thing. It's something that doesn't require a huge investment of time. Something that you can just pick up, play for a little bit, put back down. Not you know, you you're not required to play eight hours a day to to get anywhere. Um, a more politically correct term would probably be a popcorn game. Yeah, maybe. I'm I've never heard that term before, but it it sounds like it would fit. Well, you have popcorn movies, which are mindless entertainment. You, t- you sit down, you turn your brain off for two hours, and you're just entertained. Summer, summer, very similar to casual games. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, the, right now for me, I think the uh, big casual game of the moment is probably Fallout Shelter. I've actually stopped playing. I, I just, yeah. I haven't touched it's, it. I mean, it's, it's been so, a while. And that's that's. In my opinion, the I guess the bound the downside of casual games is they're so easy to put down. They get so and easy to back up again. If you, if yep. you, yeah, man, I don't need it anymore. I'm at a point in Fallout Shelter where I'm almost in the same place. Like I, I have 116 people living in my shelter. I've maxed out every possible. You know, I've built every room, made it three big, maxed out. You know, all the upgrades. Right. The two things that I would theoretically want to do is max out at 200 people because that's the highest number of people you can have in a vault is 200 which would be kind of funny to do and then make give everyone get everyone up to 100 happiness with 200 people in there and then i can be like i'm i beat the game pretty much it's basically just everybody's fucking yeah it's 200 really so what in your opinion makes these toilet games appealing if I am. That's it's really hard to say without without laughing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, as long as you're not begging me to spend money on your game, like I don't mind paying the ninety nine cents up front for a casual game. I will drop mm-hmm. that ninety nine cents. I will sit down. I will play your game. No problem. Do not make me have in game transactions. I hate that so freaking much. <laughs> yeah for me it's the fact that there is no time investment you're just i'm waiting in the doctor's office i got five to ten minutes before someone's going to come in and here harass me and you just yeah. pop it up and you know kind of go and you, again also the kind of mindless entertainment factor at back when i was in the army when i was waiting for work to finish every day hell yeah we'd pop open candy crush and just bloop 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 bloop, bloop for like 20 30 minutes at a time and just be like oh Hey, we, we it's time to go do this now, and then we'd go do whatever and come back and pop open Candy Crush and just you know BS for ten to fifteen minutes until you're, the next thing to do. And what else are you gonna do, really? Yeah. And my last job, whenever I would go on breaks towards the end, is when kind of Fallout Shelter got released, and I would totally just sit in a chair and micromanage my people for ten minutes, and then just be like, "Yep, yeah, I'm I'm done until my next break, eight hours from now or whatever." And pretty much do that kind of stuff. All right, I mentioned paid casual gaming, where the the microtransactions, which are the death knell of modern gaming, I think. Honestly, yeah. it's it's a way to wheedle more money out of your pocket. I can't stand it. The if, the biggest it, it really does depend on how it's done, but for the most part, it is done wrong, horribly, horribly wrong, and you are correct. I can't find a place that's done it right. If you can cite a game that's done it right, I will happily bow to it. But League of Legends, I one hundred percent. You can unlock every character in League of Legends for free. 
without ever spending a dime. The only stuff you spend, you have to spend money on, and skins. I will use air quotes for have because you do not have to do this, is alternative skins for the characters. Those I, cost money. The base characters do not. You can yeah. play and unlock all 150 Pokemon that League of Legends has to play. Like they they have like 100 something champions. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But it you is. can unlock all of them without paying a cent. You just have to use the end game currency. And it's a, it's a bit of a grind, however. That's the only issue is that it's kind of a grind. You could if you if you want to how you play, you can probably unlock a character every day. I should brush up. It's they they handle it really well. Like yeah, if you play for a weekend using the free champions that they give you because there's a rotation like right, like right. here's the Much stuff. Here's they, the there's ten champions that are free or how whatever number it is. But you can use those and by the end of the weekend you'll have, depending on how, again how much you play, four to five thousand of their little in-game points. And that will buy you at least one champion. That's where League does it better than Heroes. Heroes actually you have to invest a significant amount of time yeah, in order I, to get oh, a yeah. uh, another champion. Yeah, but, and again that's League is definitely an exception <laughs> to the micropayments. Yes, absolutely. Now, this is definitely not a blanket statement. There's just one or two in a sea of many, many, yes. many shitty, shitty, shitty transactions. Yes. Like, I, I can't stress that enough. I could go on for like an hour and a half of saying shitty. <laughs> and we will definitely cover microtransactions on yes. another show. Like that'll get that'll be a whole Paul rant onto itself for an hour. And that'll be that'll be I, 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 you wouldn't even have to show up. I just oh, rant for an hour and a half. You could I'll take just sit here and laugh the whole time. Like it'll be, it'll be fantastic. Like you could take the day off. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll edit it myself, and you can just sit there and giggle after it's done. Nice, nice. I'll, I'll, I'll do fun. a laugh track after after the fact. Oh, no laugh tracks, please. <laughs> I survived the '90s. I don't want to go back to it. Okay, but you were saying about your. Uh... There's a a supreme difficulty with the pay-to-win model, and that's Game of War, Clash of Clans, Candy Crush, Angry Birds. All of them have a pay-to-win model. There's also pay-or-wait model, too, yeah. for that. Like, you can buy, um, like, with Game of War and Clash of Clans, you, you have specific things, like buildings you can take a certain amount of time, or you could just say, hey, I want to pay and get this done now. Right. And I I actually played Clash of Clans for a while, and it was a it was actually a pretty amusing game. I, I enjoyed it. The biggest issue I had with it was once I got once I hit the paywall, the literal paywall. You you could not progress without paying, otherwise you got raided every day, and before you could actually buy, buy anything. That's kind of hilarious. Oh, it sucked, and it's the same thing with Game of War. Yeah, I hate games like that. Like me too. The other side of that coin, which does not, I've never seen it done with casual gaming. Like it mostly works on a slightly more hardcore games, usually free to play model games for MMOs, like Age of Conan. Age of Conan is probably a fantastic example because it was a subscription based game. I it loved did, it. It got really good reviews from people. It did okay. It was going to go out of business. Like it was not absolutely able to stay afloat they swapped it to free to play and like tripled their income or something Absolutely. ridiculous like that and yep. again they kind of followed the model of they didn't really cripple the game they just you could buy bonus stuff yeah you could pay to win yes well it wasn't even pay to win it was like you could here's a mount that you can have it's a you know you can only buy it here's a here's a little pet that you can have run around with you that you can only buy with real money like you know it's little Here's an experience boost potion that'll last for an hour and get you more experience. That's what that's what a lot of MMOs love to do. Neverwinter is a, a big, a, I don't want to say offender because it's really it's not offensive because you could well you, well you can still play the game, you can still beat the game, you can 
quote unquote beat the game because you're still beating an MMO, but you can still play the game and do very well in it without having to pay a single cent. Yes. The problem is that Neverwinter is very mediocre. <laughs> and that's a whole whole different problem. We'll, we'll get to MMOs. Yeah, pay to wait. Yeah, the uh, what was it? The best one I can think of for that pay to wait thing and and pay to win is uh is Candy Crush, where you would get to mm. the like boss levels of Candy Crush to advance between like stage one and stage two or stage two and stage three, and you had to do three puzzles that were basically replays of puzzles from that stage with a little twist added to them. But you could only play one a day, or you could spam your friends with stuff to unlock it. Or hooray, Farmville! You could pay a dollar to unlock it. Which some people, you know, if the game is good enough and you're having fun with it, paying a dollar to unlock something is not a big deal. But when there are ten levels and you have to pay a dollar to unlock each one, not my cup of tea. I would, I just was like, well, (laughs) fuck it. I'm playing one level a day for the next three days, and I'll play something else. The the problem is, is your game has to be good enough for people not to put it down and never come back. And some games are like that. Some games hit those pleasure centers of your brain. They're the ones that, that lock you in with that ridiculous mm-hmm. hole. They put you in the box. Like the, Are you familiar with the pleasure lever that the uh, the monkeys? Yes. The monkey experiment? Yeah. The one that randomly rewards you so they pull it yep. forever? Yep. It's the same theory. Mm-hmm. That's what the entire casual gaming industry is built on. Achievements are the exact kind of thing. People do achievement hunting and achievement gathering. I hesitate to call them achievement whores, but that's, let's be honest, it's kind of the same thing. And that little pleasure node keeps you playing, keeps you going. The World of Warcraft for the casualization of hardcore gaming, I would think with the achievements would be exactly that. I mean, so I want to talk about World of Warcraft, but not because of achievements. Mm. World of Warcraft is a bigger bastard. A bigger amount of craziness when it comes to this stuff. So World of Warcraft is a weird thing. So, okay. The, what I'm talking about with, with World of Warcraft and the casualization of hardcore games. Starting around the third expansion. So you had Burning Crusade. You had Wrath of the Lich King. And then the third one was Cataclysm, I believe. Yep, I think so. So starting with Cataclysm, you had the game suddenly made significantly easier and a lot of the hardcore raiders hated it and one of the things that they started doing which was smart for blizzard very 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 smart for blizzard is that they made it so that you did not have to have a group of 10 friends to play and win and be awesome at world of warcraft you could literally run through the entire content of the game by yourself for the most part with the exception of dungeons and level your character to max level and grind all the reputation you need and gear yourself up for raids without needing 30 people you know without needing a huge guild yep and some people hate that like they they wanted they want the hardcore game they want to go into these you know heroics and grind them over and over and over again and they don't want things handed to them like they want their hardcore game they don't want uh this craziness and and it's the achievements i don't think they really were super casual with world of warcraft a lot of them were just funny and going out of your way to do craziness because like the raid and the heroic achievements for dungeons in world of warcraft are hard they're not easy some of them you have to like i i trying to remember some of the specific ones for like back in wrath of the lich king when they first started showing up but they uh i have a gripe with that but i'll 
get to it. But, you know, they were, it was like, beat this boss, but beat this boss only doing this, which made it like 30 times harder to beat the boss or beat the boss with no one dying. They were crazy, crazy achievements sometimes. Some of them are extremely difficult. But when my first achievement was getting a mount, which you get automatically, regardless of your actions. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I really, I, I can't agree with that. I mean, oh. yes, some of them are very much achievements. You you feel like you accomplished something. Yeah. But I just got my own mount and I got an achievement for that. Fuck that. Or you get a achievement the first time you get a pet. And if you have any of the collector's edition, as soon as you create a new character, you go you to get your a mailbox pet. and you loot like <clears throat> seven pets. Yep. <laughs> Yep, I get that a lot too. I have one more one more thing to add to the pay to wait slash paid casual gaming crowd. EA, they're sort of beating of a dead horse or raiding the crypt, so to speak, of their old titles, uh, specifically Bullfrog Games, Dungeon Keeper. Those of you who are familiar with Dungeon Keeper and Dungeon mm -hmm. Keeper Two, you probably love the series as much as I did. If you weren't aware, they turned it into essentially a casual game. They they took it, they resurrected it with the second head, maybe a few extra limbs, and literally put it down into the uh, tablet space and phone space. And uh, the biggest issue is that if you did not like the game, nobody did. You tried to rate it within the app, right? They ask you to rate the app. Hey, you want to give it a one through four? There's a button here. You want to give it a five? Hit this button. Now, if you rate the game five stars, the rating goes through. You can type whatever you want into the app store. But if you rate it, want to rate it anything under five, instead of letting you write your review, you were sent to a feedback form asking them why you didn't like the game and your review did not go through. Now, I don't know if that's changed since I first re remember reading the article, but Dan brought up the point earlier that you just go to the app store and write the review himself. I would do the same thing, but still, that's kind of... A yeah, it's, it's totally shady. Plus, there's the whole 24-hour waiting between actions. It's another rate game. Yeah, that's it's it's total, totally, totally shady. But yeah, you can you can totally get around it if you need to. But there's so much bad stuff when it comes to casual games, which which is unfortunate. But yeah, like the culture right now is very bro casual games and not even console games. Like if we just ignore console games and stuff, for a lot of people. A lot of their gaming time is sitting on a bus or the subway. It's their game console. Yep, just goofing off on your phone while you're waiting for 10 minutes for them to bring your food out at a restaurant. You know, it's all kinds of stuff like that. Yep. So that totally lends to casual gaming. No offense. Look at the crazy ass Pokemon game that's getting ready to come out. Did you watch the video for that? Oh, yeah. Did you think that was anywhere close to what the product's actually going to be? I think it's basically going to be ingress with Pokemons. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, that's exactly what I'm expecting. I'm not expecting to look at my phone, look around and say, oh, hey, there's a Pikachu sitting on my dumpster. Let's go dumpster diving for a Pikachu. That's not happening, people. Maybe if you get the Microsoft HoloLens in on it, then I could understand and see that, yeah, maybe this is where you'll see a Pikachu up there. But until that comes out, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I, I can see that happening. Here's why I can see that happening. So think about even Google Hangouts. So you got Google Hangouts can do, you can add effects to Google Hangouts. So you, I can put like a party hat on my head. And as I move around, Google will have the party hat move around with me. So how hard is it to be going to be for a professional gaming company to, oh, hey, there's a there's a flat surface, put a Pokemon on that flat surface. And as it moves, 
have the Pokemon be on that flat surface going ah, or like eating or, you know, it's it's totally doable. I don't know how alternate reality their ARG is going to be. I have seen it before with their alternate reality games on your DS. Like mm-hmm. it came bundled with several of them. You can download more from their DS store and they were working pretty okay. I just don't see that happening with Pokemon and your cell phone. I just don't. I don't know. Like it's it's totally up in the air right now because I can totally. There are a ton of people that grew up on Pokemon that want this game super badly based on that trailer. Like they love the idea of you know, hey, let's all go to Times Square on New Year's Eve and battle Mewtwo. Like, <laughs> which I I don't necessarily agree with, but you know, whatever. I'll be playing Pokemon until I'm getting ready to sit in the grave quite frankly. It can be generation 25 and there are 65 million Pokemon now and I'd be okay with that. I'll never know what they all do. I won't do this ridiculous crap with the whole feeding them Poffins, whatever the hell that shit is. That's not me. I'm just going to go battle Pokemon and have fun. It's a fun RPG. Yeah, they, they, I've played a couple of them. They're, they're pretty good. I'm still waiting for a good console version. It's not going to happen, but I'm waiting for one. Maybe with the uh, the Wii U. Yeah, I'm not getting a Wii U. Fuck all that. Nice. Just not. Yeah. If the world is trending towards casual games, what are the best kind of games to make casual? God, I don't want any of them casualized. I really don't. Like any of the games that I play right now, I just don't want them casualized. Like I, I want to be able to immerse myself in a yeah. video game and seeing this thing come up hey pay another 99 cents to play for another 25 minutes go fuck yourself yeah. i stopped going to arcades for a reason i don't want to fucking throw a quarter in every single goddamn game when i can just go home and download it i don't think i said that oh you totally said that <laughs> no no one game that i think that does this pretty well and is not kind of a casual game but kind of not a casual game hearthstone because you can sit down and 10 15 minutes play a game of hearthstone unless it sure. runs a little long then you're talking 20 25 minutes but you can play a game of hearthstone be you know go about your day yeah come back at the end of the day maybe play a game of hearthstone to unwind you know not worry anything about it probably get your ass kicked because someone else has spent 300 dollars on hearthstone to try and get their super awesome mega deck of awesomeness so pretty much magic gathering all over again yeah Oh, and there is Magic the Gathering too. Which I've, quite frankly, stopped playing because I realized, yeah, I'm not going to spend all of my paychecks gathering cards. I think I'm good here. Yeah, the uh, the versions of Magic that are on Steam are actually pretty good because they just have basically the basic decks, of the basic preset decks, and they're kind of fun to mess with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you get, you might be able to build your own deck, but I don't think you can. I think you play their basic starter decks with a small amount of substitutions you can do that kind of sucks it does but it's also kind of good because it's not yeah it's it's not it's it's limiting but it limits everyone correct it well it can't get crazy unbalanced by someone who knows loopholes and stuff yeah yeah he's been playing for like 30 years versus some kid who is just Just picked picked it it up yeah i think the the ones that seem to work the best in my opinion are like sim style games seem to work really well like Imagine if Nintendo is going to turn other games into portable games. Imagine an, an Animal Crossing you could play on your phone. It doesn't have to be big and crazy like, you know, Animal no. Crossing can kind of be. But, you know, oh, yeah. imagine if you can just stop in and, you know, do some shopping and run around and dig a couple of fossils while you're, you know, waiting for the bus to show up. Harvest Moon. Same yeah. same 
similar theory. You could build up your farm, go faff about, flirt with the local cantina girl, and then go back to your day. Yeah. Strategy games? Because you me- you mentioned Game mm. of War, Clash of Clans. Those are, I would put those they're, as cl- some strategy. strategy. Yeah, because you're building up a town, and then you're going and raiding things and coming yeah. back from your raids. Like, and you know, Imagine if they had a more turn-based, like, StarCraft II or, like, XCOM. What if XCOM was... That'd be interesting. A casual game like you just pop in well do a little do a little like final fantasy tactics battle and then go about your day well because they have the base building very similar to follow each other yeah inside of it and i actually kind of like that and actually now that you mentioned xcom it very much reminds me of follow chapter mm-hmm. the only difference is that you don't have to worry about raiders coming in or death claws coming in and carving up your entire base and in, in the mountain somewhere and yeah, uh, North Dakota, where they, wherever the heck they actually are. I think that would actually do really well for XCOM. I don't know. I mean, puzzle games are an obvious choice too. Candy Crush is clearly yeah. a casual game. Or, um, it, gosh, what is that? It's something like Pokemon Puzzle. Like yeah, the Tetris Attack Pokemon Puzzle style game. Puzzle Quest is a great. Oh yeah, yeah, Puzzle Quest RPG slash with a little fun. They are going to be a part of gaming, but I don't think they're the future of gaming. Quite frankly. Yeah. The the thing that hits me is that you have a lot of big games these days borrowing ideas from casual gaming is, is I think, the, the big takeaway from this. The big one, you know, World of Warcraft is a great example because they have slowly been shifting towards this. I can log in, I can play for an hour or so, and I can make progress where... Yeah. Back in the day, if you did not sit down for three to five hours a day playing World of Warcraft, your character was not really going to get anywhere. Like, if you didn't raid, you're not getting anywhere. Now, what was funny with the last expansion is they literally had an island where you could walk around and trip, like, literally find raid-level epics laying on the ground. Really? Like, trip over them. Yeah, and you you put them on and you're geared for raids. It's a little depressing, actually. While you're doing dailies. You do dailies I, on that island, and you can find your raid gear laying on the ground. I, I actually kind of... I'm leaning toward the... Call them hardcore gamers for yeah. that. I actually lean toward that, because that's that's too much. Yeah. I mean, it, it was is. a base-level raiding gear, but... Sure, but still, that's still raiding that gear. Yeah, it's still raid gear. Yeah. The other one that I see is it's been around forever. No one, I think, likes to talk about it, but console first-person shooters... And auto aiming is a thing. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, shit. And it was a. Th- it was a thing before. It was way, way before casual gaming. I, I just. I actually just played that <laughs> for Tadpog Saturdays, which yeah. is on Tuesday. But my point is that that happened. That was a an auto aim, and I hate you, Oddjob. So I always much. played Oddjob in multiplayer just because he was short. <laughs> yeah, that was else. that was the point because you you couldn't use auto aim on Oddjob. You, the, that was not a thing. Auto aim was not a thing for odd job. Oh yeah, he, he was he was so short you had to faff about with that oversensitive aiming bullshit. Yeah. So you have that. You have the again cover based shooters where you can just hide and wait a minute and have your health regenerate. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Gears of War. Yeah, it, it's just there's there's just these little things that are getting borrowed and picked up to make the experience. I don't want to say easier, but it easier maybe more approachable. Right yeah, I mean, it, it, it's more approachable for the non-hardcore fan, which, yeah. to be fair to the bottom lines of these companies, you need. Like, you have to appeal to the most number of people. Like, yep. the reason World of Warcraft tried to do that is because they were trying to go from 8 million subscribers to the 15 million they had at their peak. They were trying to get more people interested, and 
the hardcore people were hooked. How do we get non-hardcore people hooked? Or how do we get people who are intimidated by the game to start playing? Yeah. And it's it's the same thing with everything. I mean, I'll give you a crazy example. Crazy, crazy example of casualization that I just thought about. Madden. Huh. One touch passing. I haven't used it, but... There is, a, there is one button passing mode where you hit A and you push a direction and it will throw it. You don't have to figure out which of the 30 buttons on your controller throws to the dude. You just hit the yep. button and push a direction and it will bomb it to that guy or whatever. Yeah, that's a new mode it must be. It's been I, there for a couple of years. Really? I hadn't it's heard about it. It's been around for three or four years now. I've actually owned, I've got, I'm looking at my wall right now. I've got Madden 14 on my wall. I've got Madden 15. Is there, or was that 25? 25 was Madden 15. Then Madden 16 just came out. I think so. Yeah. And I have all of them for the last few years. And I had, this is the first I've heard about it, mostly because yeah. I'm not interested in that mode. <laughs> just take a look in the options and see if you see it. And, and right. I don't right. know. You don't have to mess with it, but just no, you no, it's just interesting. You go back and go, wait a minute, that that's really weird, but it it exists, like, yep. and not that it necessarily needs to be an easier game, but it's trying to make it more accessible. It wants to be more approachable, yeah. It's interesting to to note how people try to appeal to their bottom line, not just for the fact. That, I, I want to say that uh, just because World of Warcraft hit 15 million subscribers. I think they're hemorrhaging subscribers now, aren't they? Losing oh, yeah, they're, them like, they're rapidly. Not, I would not really hemorrhaging, but they're they're in the lull between expansions. It's it's been over a year since the last one came out. Yeah, so. they've lost me completely. So I really yeah. couldn't give less than a shit. And this it's typically what happens with World of Warcraft is expansion comes out, they hit peak subscribers. Yeah. Then over the next year, they drop off yeah. kind of dramatically as people go through the content. And then about a year, it plateaus. It takes a screaming nosedive into the shitter beforehand, though. And then they announce the new one. And then for a couple of months leading up, it gradually goes up. And then the new expansion comes out and it skyrockets again. It's and peaks and valleys, yeah. And and it's a great business model, and I hate them for it. And they, I, I do. I As soon as I saw the Pandaren race, I started... I was like, I unsubscribe. You are not getting any more of my money. They did a good thing with the April Fool's joke. Yep. That, that's basically what because it was. They, they, were, they, they took an April Fool's joke and they ran with it. I, I liked that they had a sense of humor, but it broke the fourth wall way too often. Yeah. One of the things that I think is actually funny, just as a total aside, is that there is a character who has leveled his Pandaren to max level without choosing a faction. Absolutely. So he's never yeah. left that original island and he is max level and it's it's craziness that's nuts i wonder what he's i wonder what he's up to now <laughs> probably fucking about on that island well no like i i don't know if he's he's max level for this expansion i wasn't paying attention sure, sure. well i think folks that's gonna about wrap it up for us the long story short our casual games future of gaming i don't personally think they're the future of gaming i think they're going to be a they're going to have a future in gaming but they're in the future dan what's your thoughts I will kind of agree. I think as phones are getting better and better, they're going to have a more important role in gaming. And Certainly. I think that the non-casual games are going to keep borrowing more and more and more elements from them to, again, make themselves more appealing, make themselves more money. As sad as that is to say, uh, yeah, they, they have a thing that they have to do. And that thing is to make more money. Yep and meet their bottom line so that they can uh, fulfill their role for their publishers because you know that's what that's what counts in the gaming industry these days 
Yeah. Mostly just making sure to make the publishers happy so you can make more money. Yeah. So they'll pay you again to make another game. Exactly. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this for this week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate that. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us at loadedcardgaming.com. If you'd like to email us, uh, give us a topic, feedback, take a giant shit on us. I really don't care, just as long as you're talking to us. Check us out at podcast at loadedcardgaming.com. If you want to talk to me, I am Paul at loadedcardgaming.com. If you'd like uh, to talk to if you want to send me a message, I'm chop, like karate chop at loadedcardgaming.com. Well, he has chopped the Viking after all. Indeed. If you want to watch Paul on Twitch playing games and yelling at them because he does that from time to time. I do. I get a little bit salty. Like the salt, the sodium content in my apartment raises whenever <laughs> I start playing games on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Razokkull. It is R-A-Z-O-K-K-U-L-L. If you want to watch Dan, you can go to twitch.tv slash chop the Viking. Chop is a party chop. Yes. Uh, if you'd like to check us out on YouTube, you can find us at What's Paul Playing Today or Chop the Viking. And quite frankly, we also have our little car channel. Uh, yeah. I think that's about it. These will be hosted at. So if you have found that, you have found us on YouTube. <gasps> so. yeah, no kidding. All right. And here is some smooth jazz to play you out. <laughs> yeah. Have a good weekend, guys. Cheers. If you want to watch Paul on Twitter, or not Twitter, you don't watch people on Twitter, you watch people on Twitch. What am I talking about? Fuck you, hot job. Fuck you.